All right, all right, here we are yet again with another episode of English and Coffee. I had to pause for the cause. There was a train passing behind me. It took like 10 minutes to finally get out of the way, get out of earshot. So now we're sitting over here at North Memorial Drive. We're going to be recording today's podcast, and we're going to talk about learning with passion, namely music. Because recently, I've just come across, what, two albums? I told you about Slot, Mujibuitia. Maybe I said something about it. Maybe I didn't. But last night I found another one, Anomalia. And this group, this song, this album, it's uh, called Yomayu's uh, Jet. And I mean, literally, literally, we're talking six hours straight. Six hours straight. I listened to it all night till like four in the morning. This morning, woke up, put it back on. I mean, I don't know how many times I repeated several of the songs. We're talking 20, 30 times back to back. And I'm just fired up every time. So today I want to talk about learning language, learning English with passion, namely music. So I hope you got your coffee, sipping on another iced caramel. I can see the caramel shots all the way through the cup. It's a see-through cup, so I'm happy with the product. I'm really taking advantage of this application. Normally I pay about $1.86 for an iced coffee, but I saw something in the app today, 99 cents. So here we are, nice coffee. Hope you got yours, let's go. So when we talk about passion, what are we talking about? Passion is that feeling you get, that surge of energy. Let's say, I'm gonna just put it in context so you understand it. Let's say you're in the bedroom, right? You're waiting for your girlfriend or boyfriend to get out of the shower. If you're over 18 or maybe even younger, you know what I'm talking about. You're waiting for your boyfriend or girlfriend to come out of the shower because you know what it is. Now let's just add on top of that, you haven't seen them for three months. You've been three months without any real physical contact. They come out of the shower, right? Picture them coming out of the shower, right? Water still mist in their body, right? They lay next to you and your lips touch for the first time in three months. We're talking that heat, that energy, that hunger, that desire, that's passion. That's passion. Now, you can feel that same passion with many things. I felt passion like that with food. I don't know how it happened, but I was eating some jambalaya one day and I could not get enough. Every bite was just like, O-M-G. Every bite just took me to Mars, just took me out of this planet. I was gone mentally. But music, music can do the same thing. And for me, when I listen to Russian music, it just takes me somewhere. I'm talking quality music. I'm not just talking about, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm talking about when you first find some music, right? If you're studying English, when you find a quality artist, you hear a song and you're like, oh my gosh, what is that? Who is that? Right? And your ears perk up and you feel your body radiating with energy. That intensity coming in, right? That intense feeling, that passion, and you want to listen to that song and you listen to that song 50, 100 times back to back to back. You don't want to hear anything else. You cut the TV off. You tell the kids to shut up. You just leave the planet, leave the room because you want to be alone with this song. Now, what's interesting about what's in this song? 
other than music sometimes. Music is good, music is motivational, sounds, instruments, yeah, they will tickle your eardrums, they will make you move. But the words in a song can be so powerful. And the thing with words is they don't just have to be in a song. You could read words on paper. Let me tell you how powerful words are. Now, I may have spoken on this before, but we're talking about passion. So I'm going to tell you how to learn with passion, how to learn your language with passion. Now, when you read a word, right, let's say your friend sends you a text message and you read it and you laugh. Ha <laughs> ha, she's funny. Ha <laughs> ha, he's crazy, right? You read something and you smiled or you cried or you became sad. Just reading something made you feel an emotion. Three words on the page. No, I don't want to go to the movies. Or, yes, I will marry you. Just a few words make you feel something. A lot of people sleep on the power of words. They use their words recklessly. They just throw words aimlessly, not knowing where they land, and sometimes not caring where they land. But if you actually appreciate how your words can influence the world around you and how those words within your world influence your thoughts, your feelings, you can start to change things for the better or sometimes for the worse, depending on the types of words you surround yourself with and the type of words, energy you put out into the world. So passion with music and learning English, right? Next time you find a song, right? You come across a song and you just get this charge of energy. You just you just feel like, I got to listen to this song for the rest of my life. Like, this is my favorite album. That moment, that passion, that intense feeling, that's when you take action. Now, here's the thing with that. If the music you're listening to no longer moves you, doesn't move you, doesn't make you feel something, whether that's sadness, grief, rage, anger, happiness, if you're not feeling something with the materials that you consume, whether it's in music or written language, or an American movie you're watching, a language movie you're watching, even if you're studying Korean, Japanese, whatever you're taking in, if it doesn't move you, if you don't feel anything, that's not the material for you, right? Now I realize in the beginning, you know, when you're trying to get the grammar and the basics and blah, 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 all that boring stuff, you know, maybe you have to read some structured materials. Maybe you have to watch a few structured films. But once you get past that beginner stage, past that beginner level, right? And you start looking for your own materials, start learning on your own, just acquiring the language. You don't have to sit down with a textbook, it's 300 pages of BS. You can just start acquiring the language. You hear something, you, you remember it. You memorize it right there, instantaneously, in a conversation, in context, you just acquire the language. Now, a lot of times, See, today I was going to do, I was going to do an example for a study exercise, a study hack. I may spill the beans just a little bit on it. I'm not going to go all the way into it, but that's what today's podcast was going to be about. But I was just so moved by the music I was listening to. I said, you know what, we're going to talk about this music because I've been talking about this music for the last 15 minutes to anybody that'll listen. So here's what you do. You listen to music. Right, American music, English music, music with English words, not just beats, not just beats. You can do that on your own. You want to study English. You want to go to the next level. You have to be passionate. You have to feel it. When you speak, you have your body just has to just radiate energy. 
if you're listening to English music, American music, music with English words, and you're not feeling something inside, you don't feel a physiological change within yourself, it's not the right music for you, right? Now, what do I mean by that? You go to, you ever been to a rock concert? If you've gone to a rock concert, you know what a mosh pit is. That's where the guys and the girls get together and they just become this big seething ball of energy and people are getting hit, knocked out, bumped around, losing their phones, breaking cameras, all that stuff, right? It just gets crazy. It's insane. It's a mosh pit that starts at the front of the stage. The musician sings words that they recognize, that they resonate with. Now, the thing, the interesting thing about a mosh pit is everybody there at the concert is there because of one thing, the music. So the music has brought them there from all walks of life for one reason or another, and they have all gathered in one location. Now you play this music, this magnetic music with these powerful words and these powerful riffs, drums, beats, whatever kind of instrumentation is blasting out from the stage. People lose their mind, right? They go crazy. They go insane because it just taps into that primitive, that primal urge, that intense passion, that pure feeling, raw emotion, you know? That's why it's so powerful, a mosh pit. Yeah, the guy's got a black eye, somebody broke an arm, but they don't care. They had the best time of their lives at that concert, right? So when you study English, when you're listening to music, if you're not moved now, maybe you're maybe you're low key. Maybe you just like to sway, you know, hold a lighter in the air and just sway and bob your head and vibe out. Whatever you do, if you're not vibing to the music, it's not the music for you. You know, some people say, I don't listen to country music. Well, I'd say you haven't listened to the right song. Right. Just because you don't listen to. You don't like Randy Travis or Garth Brooks does not mean you hate all country music. No, you just haven't heard the right song. I don't like rap music. Okay, maybe you don't like Jay-Z. Red Man's not for everybody. Everybody isn't listening to Logic. Maybe you just haven't heard the right rapper. But to limit yourself from music that gives you emotion, makes you feel something when you're learning a language, it's very limiting very limiting. It can stop your progress. If you want to just take off, you have to do it when that momentum is there, when your body tells you that it's there, right? That compelling feeling. Let's say you're walking in the mall, right? Let's say you're single, right? Go back to the days when you were single. If you're married with kids and all that at home in a happy relationship, fine, great. But let's let's just go back to before the marriage, before the kids, right? When you were like, I'm fit, I'm in the best shape of my life, I look a million bucks, blah, blah, blah. You're walking through the mall, and you look over, and you see that guy or that girl, right? And your eyes lock. That moment when your eyes lock and your heart skips a beat, your heart flutters, that, that electricity, that electrical shock, that chemistry that you feel just from the gaze, at that moment, that quicken of the heart, that's that passion, that's that intense, that primal, tapping into your soul right? That's how you need to feel when you get your hands on a new book, a new English book that you're going to study. If you pick that book up and read the first few words and you're not feeling any of that, then you're really going to waste your time. Not saying it's not a good book or it can't be a useful book, but you're just not going to get as much out of it as you could with a book that made you feel something. 
right? So if you read this sad story, let's say it's an article about a dog that got hit by a car and the owner, you know, walked 50 miles in the desert to try to save his dog, right? If you read that story and your eyes aren't watering up, you're not feeling something, doesn't mean it wasn't a good story. It just means that it wasn't passionate enough to make you feel something, right? When I watch a Russian film, right, I don't just watch any movie. I'm watching war movies. I'm watching love stories, just stuff that's full of drama, epic movies, right? Because I want to feel something. And nine times out of ten, I will. Because one, I have a certain taste, a certain genre of film I like to watch, right? So I gravitate to, towards those types of movies, those types of films, that type of music. And once I get it, I'm consumed in it. You know, there's no distractions. I'm not sitting here watching a movie and listening to people talk to me in the back. No, I'm, I'm zoned out. I, I don't want to hear any English when I'm studying my target language. And when you're studying English, you don't need to be hearing any Mandarin in the back. You don't need to be hearing any, uh, what, Swahili in the back. You, if you're studying English, that's all you need to hear during that time that you're studying, right? Put your earbuds in, put your headphones on, however you need to do it, leave the room, leave the house, just you and the language. And zone in, zone in, let something hit you, feel it, right? When you're reading, read it intently, with intensity, right? Read it with purpose, reading this book. And the thing is, you don't have to read the whole book, just read a section. Now, if you're sitting here saying, well, I've read all these books and I don't really get it. Let me give you a perfect example of the power of words and the material you consume. There's a book. We're not getting all religious here, but there is a book called the Bible. There's a book called the Quran, right? The Torah. There's books out there where people can read maybe five, ten words, just five, ten words and be ready to move a mountain. They will be ready to live and breathe by those five words. Just words written on paper. Five words written on paper. They are ready to change a life, make a life, give a life, take a life. Just off a few words on paper. Right? Just off words. So those words were written with purpose. Those words were written with intention. And somehow, they radiated with the person. Those words connected. You know? Me, I've read the Bible. Not the whole Bible, but a few things in there. There's one verse in there, John 3.16. I could rattle it off, but I remember that since childbirth. Now, I've heard a lot of scriptures and verses, but that one really resonated with me. And I remember it to this day. We're talking over 30 years later. I remember something that I heard probably when I was seven or eight, right? Resonated with me. When I eat my food... We say grace, right? That's what my family does. Everybody doesn't have to do it. But the grace I say now is the same grace I said then. Words, words, powerful words, repeated words over time that are powerful. They take me to that place. If I was to say grace now, guess what? I'm ready to eat, right? I'm ready to eat. That's why you have mantras, you know, and chants. You know, people of different religions, different beliefs, meditation, right? With the chakras and all that stuff. Namaste and all, all these different things that people chant and say to evoke a certain emotion, right? To take them to a certain place, you know? Think about a dog, right? You tell a dog, heal, sit, 
stand, commands. The dog takes action. You say one word, dog takes action. Boom, 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 boom. Because there's an emotion connected to those words. Heal, right? Dog lays down. Stay, dog stays. Stand, hop, bark, right? You can train anything, but you are also being trained. So once you understand that and you use that with the way you're learning, the materials that you learn, you, you have a dynamite combination on your hands because you're not only listening to music that motivates you, you know, your ears perk up. You hear, you hear this artist, maybe Michael Jackson is your favorite person, and he comes on and he says, I'm bad, I'm bad, you know it, and you're just like, oh my gosh, I'm on the dance floor already, right? And you're in the middle of your work day, but you feel like you're on the dance floor. You're ready to just do the moonwalk across the entire office, right? Just from the director's office all the way back to your desk, you're ready to do the moonwalk, right? Because you're just so jazzed up on Michael Jackson. Words, music, passion, film, movie. Have you ever watched a movie, right? Superman, when you were a kid, you ever watch a movie and said, oh man, if I was Superman, right? Or you watch Friday the 13th and you say, oh man, if I was Jason, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh man, if Freddy Krueger came to after you watch a movie, you sat there for an hour and a half. Now you're picturing yourself in that movie. Those are the types of materials that you need to consume when you're studying English on your own, right? When you're past the little beginner part, when you're just like, hmm, what, what will be interesting for me? You need the stuff that's going to strike emotion because it's going to stick with you. The images, the visuals, the feelings, right? We're creatures of feeling. We're creatures of habit. When you touch a hot stove, it burns your hand. You don't touch it again. Your mother already said, don't touch it. Don't do that. Don't go over there. You do it because you didn't feel the pain. But the moment you feel the pain, the sting, oh, it's immortalized in your memory. It's etched into your memory, right? With a hot rod, just don't do that ever again, right? You may have had somebody tell you, that girl is bad for you, or that guy is bad for you, right? You say, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. So you go ahead and date the person. Next thing you know, they break your heart into a million pieces, and you feel like, you know, lower than scum. You feel lower than scum, lower than an ant on the ground. In six months, you're in depression, right? Then you finally come out of it. You say, oh, never doing that again. So you heard it. It didn't mean anything, but once you felt it, it stuck forever. So when you're listening to music, when you're reading materials, right? When you're studying language, I don't know if you hear that truck next to me, but maybe you do. When you're studying music, right? Listening to materials, studying your English, trying to take your stuff to the next level. Make sure that the things you consume evoke an emotion. They make you feel something. Take you to the next stage, the next phase. They don't just engage your learning and your listening. No, they engage your heart, your passion, your mind, your thoughts, your imagination. They make you feel something. So let me take this sip. I still taste the caramel, right? See, look, I still taste the caramel. I'm a little passionate about this particular cup of ca uh, caffeine I have here, right? I taste it, right? I don't only see it, but I taste it. It tastes good. I'm talking about it. It tastes that good. I'm talking about it. See, that's how English should be. That's how the materials you read should be. You're reading a book, right? You're reading an English book, a story. 
if you're not talking about it, is it really that good? That's the question. Is it really a good book? If you're not talking about the book, if you're not telling anybody who will listen, your best friend comes over and say, hey, I'm reading this great book. Oh, my gosh. The characters in this book are amazing. If you're not talking about it like that, then it's a mediocre book. It's mediocre. You know, you have your favorite books. There's a reason they're your favorite. You have your favorite movies. There's a reason they're your favorite. Your favorite places. There's a reason they're your favorite. Your favorite store. It's There's a reason it's your favorite. You feel something when you go there. When you go to a family reunion, right? That's the thing when all your family members, your cousins, aunts, uncles from all different bloodlines come to your freaking uh, gathering and you have a cookout or something like that, right? We call them family reunions here, but maybe you have some quinceanera or whatever, whatever you celebrate, right? There's just so many different things. I don't even know where to begin, but when everybody comes together, let's say you got a hundred people in the room, right? They're all relatives, all blood relatives. So they're all family. So maybe you care about all of them, right? But your cousin comes in from your mom's side and you're just like, oh my God, he's here. Or, oh my God, she's here, right? You light up, you feel something. You just see the person from across the room, but you feel something and you beeline it right to them. They beeline it right to you. You hug, you shake hands, you do whatever you do, and then you get into it. You turn up, you know, you laugh, you reminisce, you say, hey, let's get out of here. You get something to eat. Now the party can begin. You say, now the party can begin. That's how it needs to be when you study English, right? When you find that book, if it doesn't light you up, party hasn't started. But when you read that book and you just read the first few words and they're like, he grabbed her passionately, pulled her into the closet and kissed her neck and she melted in his head. And you're like, oh my God, I got to read this book right now. That's, that's the book for you. But if you read that book and it's sitting here talking about, uh, well, the grasshopper jumped over the leaf and landed on a tree. And you're like, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you'll read the book. Yeah, you'll familiarize yourself with sentence structures. But it's just not going to be too memorable six, seven years down the road. You probably won't be thinking about the grasshopper jumping over bushes unless it was just that compelling and you love grasshoppers. If you're just somebody who loves grasshoppers and anything or anything you hear about a grasshopper just takes you to another place, they read about grasshoppers, right? But for most people, grasshoppers don't do it. You know, we're going to need some food. You know, we're going to need some some love, right? We're going to need some social engagement. We're going to need some type of something to connect with a positive emotion or even a negative emotion. Think about it. People that are sad, what do they tend to do? They put on these love ballads, listen to these old songs, right? And listen to a song from their wedding and just all these like Whitney Houston's and I will always love you. The guy left and she's, and I will always love you, whatever, right? Or some guy listening to Luther Vandross, right? Reminiscing, they listen to that song, it takes them back to that place. When you listen to English, when you're looking for new artists, right? It doesn't matter what language you're studying, but if you're listening and searching for artists, if they're not moving you and you don't feel something, keep looking. Keep looking. It took me, I don't know how many weeks to find these, these last two artists I discovered. I don't know how many weeks it took, but I was looking. I was actively looking for music to inspire me, right? I continue to listen to music every day, but I was like, okay, I've been listening to those songs, you know, memorizing them, all this stuff. So, I mean, they're a little played out, so I needed some new energy. It's the same way with vloggers on uh, YouTube. You watch YouTube, 
sit here watch this channel for three four months then all of a sudden yeah you heard everything they said they say the same thing they start to repeat their stuff then you move on to the next one and then you get invigorated again right so just always keep looking for something to give you that passion that feeling instead of picking one book pick four or five books read a, read a page of each one see which one makes you feel something then that's the book you go with when you're listening to music pick five artists you don't like rap okay pick five rappers you never heard any of them because you don't listen to rap. See which one moves you, right? If one says, oh, I really hate rap, but the rest of them are just like, I hate rap. Why does this one make you say that? Maybe their words are going to be more memorable. Rock, cl not classical because they don't have words, but just music in general. You know what I'm talking about. Soul, R&B, ska, reggae. Just find something that feeds your passion, something that makes you feel. That's what you need to study when you're learning a foreign language, when you're learning English, when you're sipping your coffee. And on that one, we're gonna take this last sip here and stir up that caramel at the bottom. As you know, transcripts can be found www.englishandcoffee.org. And I'm also thinking of starting to do uh, webinars on YouTube. I spend a lot of time on YouTube. I'm probably gonna start with the the pre-recorded screen stuff, you know, and have some um, basic intros in the beginning. Then maybe get into some core things that I can share. Uh, but eventually, I think I want to kind of do a live just to meet some of you. Let me know. Send me an email or something like that. Communicate with me on Facebook, Instagram. If you would be interested in getting on the phone with me, maybe a WhatsApp or even getting on a live or WhatsApp or a Google Hangout and just chopping it up for a minute. Send me a message if you're interested. I appreciate all of you, and I'll see you in the next one.